You are about to enter the fantasy football. Who is the number one overall player in 2023 fantasy football? We're going to touch on dynasty and redraft, but for the most part, we're talking redraft. McCaffrey's not even in the conversation if we're talking dynasty, but the top three don't change if we're talking redraft or dynasty. But which one of these guys are you taking in 2023 redraft number one overall? I'm breaking down that topic and more, and we're going to talk about why this guy right here belongs on the list, Bijan Robinson, and why he might actually be the number one overall pick in fantasy football 2023 you heard me right the fantasy football show it begins right now this is the fantasy football show with your host smitty take a lap make no mistake about it in in dynasty or redraft doesn't matter these three guys are in the top four in dynasty they're in the top three in dynasty they're one two three one two three any way you want to talk about it it can be argued in redraft however this is still somewhat of a controversial number four overall player for a lot of people and he's certainly controversial if you're going to talk about Bijan being ranked ahead of McCaffrey in 2023 let's get this out of the way that if you're in a heavy wide receiver league and you can start three or you're required to start three wide receivers and you can only start two running backs then Jamar Chase and JJ in dynasty or redraft really command the number one overall pick consideration more so than a running back in those scenarios but where I still feel we're going to get controversial is even a redraft this guy right here isn't my default de facto running back one I know a lot of people are going to say Smitty it's crazy to have Bijan number one over Christian McCaffrey in redraft of course you have Bijan over McCaffrey in dynasty but everyone's going to say he hasn't proven anything Bijan hasn't done it yet he plays for the Atlanta Falcons this is not somebody you can put over McCaffrey his offense is not as good Smitty this offense ran the ball more than anybody but the Philadelphia Eagles in 2022 and that's including Hurts running around the field this is arguably the number one on the ground between the tackles running team in the National Football League and they had great success doing so with a much lesser running back even if we like Tyler Algier Tyler Algier is nowhere close to Bijan he's not even close to this man yet Tyler Algier still managed to run for 4.9 yards per carry punch in three touchdowns on the ground another receiving touchdown 1035 on the ground 210 totes to the rock 4.9 yards per carry this guy right here is going to run circles around these numbers if Tyler Algier can rack up this kind of yardage get 4.9 yards per carry without Kyle Pitts in there Without Bijan in there, obviously, it's a much watered-down offense. You're handing Ritter and the Falcons the best running back prospect to come out of college in a decade plus. You're giving Ritter a top-five tight end option in Kyle Pitts, and you can argue that all you want. He is a top-five player when on the field. He wasn't thrown to last year. He got hurt last year. Ritter and Kyle Pitts haven't been able to do their thing together, like Ritter and Drake London. Drake London was on pace for over 1,300 yards. If you extrapolate his five games played with Ritter, Ritter was featured him. Ritter will only get better with the addition of Kyle Pitts and the addition of Bijan Robinson to go on top of Drake London. This is one of the more underrated offenses in the National Football League, and no one's calling Ritter some sort of top seven quarterback. I'm calling Ritter the most mid version of Jared Goff we've seen before. Maybe not Goff in his prime. Goff this year could be unbelievable. He could crank out a top seven quarterback season, top eight quarterback season. Wouldn't shock me at all. I think Ritter could be a little lesser version of that Goff, but be Goff 
off like from the past and that's enough to march the football down the field to assume that this man's offense is going to hold him back when Tyler Algier exploded last year when Tyler Algier was able to get 4.9 yards per carry last year and 1035 on the ground for anybody to think the addition of Kyle Pitts a year under center an offseason of preparation for Ritter the addition of of Kyle Pitts is going to provide some sort of lesser running back environment where this man can't do what Algier did and average about five yards per carry you're out of your mind you're just a, a Falcons hater the Falcons lost so many close games last year they beat the 49ers this offense is going to be electric on some level Maybe they're not the number one, number two, or number three overall offense in in football, but they could be the number one running team in the National Football League. They were number two last year with Tyler Algier. This man, in my opinion, will lead the league in rushing as a rookie. This guy, Bijan Robinson, will probably be number one in the NFL in carries. This man right here will be top three in touchdowns. This man right here could be top three to four in PPR production. We'll even call it top five just to be safe, top five reception leader amongst running backs in 2023. This guy, Bijan Robinson's about to become the running back one in fantasy football. His bye week is perfectly fit right in the middle of where the rookie wall tends to be for running backs week 10, 11. So he gets a rest right here after the easy Arizona Cardinal matchup and walking into New Orleans where he should have a field day. This guy, Bijan Robinson has everything set up perfectly for him. The volume is there. The attitude and work ethic is there. The opportunity, the proven track record in the system to run the ball number two in the National Football League last year in between the tackle running. So I'm here to say that I fear injury for this man more than I fear situation from this man. I fear age and decline from this guy more than I fear some sort of unknown or injury for this guy. My injury concern is greater here than here. Even with the rookie wall to consider, the volume is more secure here than here. And you can say, no, Smitty, they love McCaffrey. They run everything through McCaffrey. If they do that, I'm I'm more scared about the injury piece than I was before you open your mouth. More volume concerns me at his age and with his track record of being out of football, essentially, for two straight years before last year. We walked into 2022 afraid that this guy, before the trade to San Francisco, we walked into 2022 thinking this guy may never play a healthy season again. And just because he lands in San Francisco where it's a delight to watch him run. It really is. He's he's the focal point of this, this system. He's the glue, but he's getting used heavily because he landed in a great spot. We're going to just forget that he is one of the bigger risks walking into 2023, given the track record. One year of playing healthy football where he did get banged up a couple times. We did worry about the knee. We did worry about him sitting a couple times. One healthy year doesn't evaporate. All of the concerns we had walking into 2022 just because the situation is good. He's younger. He's fresh. He's going to get league-leading carries in an offense that proved that Tyler Algier could run for 4.9 a pop. The offense improves on top of that. So 5.0, 5.2 yards a carry is not out of the question. This man is definitely getting a mix of receiving and rushing that could potentially, potentially put him in another healthy season for one more year. And it's one year at a time at that point. That's why in Dynasty, he's not in the conversation for the number one overall pick. He's just not. No matter what you think about Christian McCaffrey, he's built different. He's going to be great. He's not in the conversation of number one overall in Dynasty. He's not. You're in a Dynasty startup. You're not taking Christian McCaffrey in the top five. You're just not. If you are, then you're not looking at this thing from a Dynasty perspective. You're playing redraft in a Dynasty world. If you are going running back and 
You're not forced to go wide receiver because it's a three wide receiver required league with a maximum of two running backs to start. Or maybe you start one running back and four flexes. Then there's a different potential strategy involved. And for that reason and for those leagues, I would say Chase and JJ are fantastic number one overall picks. I would take Chase, especially if Dynasty, because you don't know what's in store for this quarterback situation in 2024 and beyond. You know what's going on in 2023. So at Redraft, you can easily argue JJ over Chase or Chase over JJ. I'll take Joe Burrow over Kirk Cousins any day of the week. Long term, you don't even know if Kirk Cousins will be there. So Chase is the guaranteed number one overall in a wide receiver heavy dynasty startup. But even if it's like three wide receivers, two running backs, and one flex where you could start three RBs, we have to strongly consider Bijan the number one overall pick in dynasty especially and in redraft. Even in redraft, this man is considered the number one overall player by me in a three wide receiver required league, two running backs and one flex that could be a third running back. This man deserves consideration at number one overall. I'm drafting some shares of Christian McCaffrey. I always tell you not to put all your eggs in one basket. In this case, I am putting nearly all my eggs in one basket and I'm okay with that. If this fails, I'm fine with it. I'll walk away with the grin knowing I I gave the college try because I believe in this guy enough to put all my eggs almost in one basket. I do own a couple shares of McCaffrey because if he does stay healthy, I will have potentially two different versions of what I'm trying to accomplish with McCaffrey and Bijan. I do own some shares, but majority of my top five overall picks in best ball underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. Use promo code Smitty. They'll match up to $100. Hit the link in the in the live chat or description and get ready because we, we literally best ball draft all the time. I want you in on the next best ball draft underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. We draft Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and occasionally on Tuesday nights, which would be tonight. I want you to hit that link. Get ready. They'll match up to $100. Be prepared. You need to be signed up before we go into the draft or you're not going to make it in in time. But in those drafts, I own, when I have a top five pick, a majority Bijan. My exposure level is Bijan, Burrow, Charbonnet, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson. He's in my top two. Him and Burrow are in my top two exposures right now on Underdog Fantasy. Almost a lock for me to draft him. And I'm drafting Bijan over McCaffrey 90% of the time, making him my number one overall pick in run heavy fantasy football 2023 redraft leagues. You can get on board if you want. You can throw caution to the wind. Petrified Peter, I can't dare draft a rookie that high, Smitty. He's never taken a snap in football. Okay, Petrified Peter, continue to get scared. Continue to be scared. Live in fear in the corner and await for things to become obvious before you buy in. That's not how we roll on this channel. We grab a hold of our destiny. And Bijan Robinson is our destiny. And Bijan Robinson is my number one overall running back, therefore my number one overall pick in run-heavy fantasy football drafts 2023 redraft. You can bet your bottom dollar he's number one in Dynasty unless it's wide receiver heavy. Now get Bijan. Hi, my name is Bijan Robinson. I like long walks on the beach. And, well, I also like Scoring Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. 
What is going on, good people? We're live, doing it live, premiere before the live. Little, little nice, uh, little premiere action for anybody that leaves thinking that was the end of the video. Poor them, poor them, thinking that the show didn't just begin right now. We're doing it live. Phone calls will be had. Super chats will be answered. Chats will be, chat questions will be answered. We're talking about this topic and more, whatever you want. But I do want to touch on this topic and I want to hear from people that maybe have a different viewpoint or or share the viewpoint that we're talking about here. Bijan Robinson, I made my case. I let you know why I believe he is the number one overall player in fantasy football. If you're thinking more of a, a, a running back heavy mentality, your league can start three RBs or if your league can only start a maximum of two RBs or some leagues have a, a flex lineup to where only one RB is required, then of course you're going to shift on over and look at Jamar Chase and JJ. My pick being Jamar Chase because he has Joe Burrow. I'm not saying Cousins is some bum, but this is Joe Burrow. And we also saw Jamar Chase pretty much almost lead the entire league in targets uh, when he per start. And, and he got banged up and he missed a lot of time last year. Joe Burrow got off to a really slow start. There's a lot of reasons to believe that this guy is going to explode in 2023. And that's the reason why he's essentially the number one overall pick to most people. Now, JJ is no bomb himself. And he could definitely be argued as the number one overall player in wide receiver heavy type thinking formats. And, and I'm fine with that. Dynasty is chase for me. I don't know what is in store for his quarterback situation. I don't know who's going to be signal calling. Over here I do. We know it's Joe Burrow and, and, and uh, this man right here, the pancake stack. The stack above all stacks. It's time to drop the pancake emojis in the live chat. Drop it. Drop the pancake stack in, in the uh, the live stream here. Um, Dynasty, easy call for me if it's wide receiver geared. It is Jamar Chase. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You could say, oh, this guy's the best guy in the world. He's got Addison there, who I don't think is going to take away as much as people think. By the way, I'm wearing my Bijan running back one shirt, if you haven't noticed. What you can get in the merch store, what you can get on the YouTube channel. Look at the merch store, ladies and gentlemen. I've got these wonderful uh, pieces of apparel. You can get the backpacks. You can get the uh, the Fantasy Football Show logo shirts. You can get the Bijan Running Back One shirt, which I'm wearing right now, which on the back has all of the uh, mo- majority of the Moon Men on the back of the shirt. Some of the most recent editions are not on here. I might redo and have another version of it, but this is a phenomenal shirt. It's really my favorite shirt right now that I own. I wear it all the time. I'm going to order like five of them. Because I, I wanna I wanna literally have a ton on on hand. And if you want to purchase one of those right now, just go on over on the YouTube channel. You'll see join for the YouTube exclusive membership, the dollar ninety-nine hauler that you always see memberships right here. Right to the right side of that, you'll see store. See store on uh, and then even on mobile here. You got memberships here, you got store next to it. If you want to shop at the store, click at that click that link and get, get yourself, cop yourself a t-shirt and get yourself a Bijan running back one. Uh, I know some are going to say McCaffrey, he's in the best offense, he's the best player in football, but we wrote him off two years ago. I'm just saying we're on borrowed time. I'm not saying it can't, it can't happen, he can't have an elite season in 2023. Again, in the video I just shared with you, I told you I have some shares of McCaffrey. I'm not running away from him, but if I'm put in a position where, let's say I'm drafting in one league, this is like to put my advice to the test. Chew gum, walk at the same time, talk the talk, walk the walk, 
put my money where my mouth is. I'm telling you right now, I'm going with this guy right here over Christian McCaffrey. If I've got one league and one opportunity, palm sweaty, mom spaghetti, like we always say, Bijan Robinson, let's roll. He's my number one RB. He's my number one overall player in fantasy football, uh, plain and simple. And that's just the way it is. And you can like it. You can dislike it. I, I, I care. I don't want to say I don't care. But, I mean, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. I shouldn't say I don't care. I care about all of you, even my haters. I care about every single one of you. But it doesn't bother me if any of you disagree. Because guess what? It's Bijan season. And I'm ready for it, whether you are or not. And I'll hold you. I'll carry you along the way. And maybe you won't get a Bijan card. Maybe I won't let you ride in the front of the train. But if any of my followers are, are a little bit uh, skeptical and they need me to carry you for a little while, I'll carry you and you can sit in the back of the cart. Okay, you can sit in the caboose in the, in the back of the train while the big boys ride up front. Uh, Super Rudy, are you a big boy or are you riding in the caboose? What's going on, Smitty? Hold on one second. Well, I get you're you're in the caboose, bro. You're in the caboose. Take a look. All right, I'm good. Now. <laughs> I'm a big boy, Smitty. You're a big, a big boy. boy. Okay, boy. it took you an awful long time to say that. Do you pee sitting down? No, I was eating. That's okay. why I didn't want okay. to be rude. Uh, yeah, some some we've had some callers. Who was the caller that called in and said he pee sitting down? Like. <laughs> What was, what's going on with that? I don't know. What's, that wasn't, that wasn't Don't associate that with Rudy. That has nothing to do with Rudy. Who was no. that? Somebody remind me who that was. He called in and said, hey, Smitty. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just sitting down peeing. <laughs> I'd love to know who that is. <laughs> I, I, I'm like. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ru- Rudy. We'll, I mean, hey, at least he's on it. Yeah. Hugging the bull. Rudy, what can I do for you? Okay, so I'm a little bit stressed out, Smitty. Uh, I got a, I got two drafts coming up uh, within the next three days, and both of them I have the 102 in, but one of them I have the 101 and the 102. Okay. And now that we're on the topic of Bijan, my team is completely putrid in one of my leagues. It's just, it's a team that I feel like Bijan does not belong on. And, yeah, I hate that. Uh, I hate I'm that. Really, yeah, I'm really like debating whether I should trade the 101 because right now in my league, the 102 has like no value. I'm sitting here growing gray hairs, trying to figure out which QB I want to take at the 102 because the 103, 104, and 105 do not want to trade up. And uh, I know everyone's saying Richardson, 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 AR-15 at the 1.2, but something inside me just just uh, – I'm starting to worry a little bit about a rich and I'm so high on, on young and Stroud. Why are and you personally? Wh- right now, let me ask, right now, let I me ask you though, real quickly. Let me just pause you there. Um, I think Go it was ahead. Jared, by the way, J- first of all, Jared, if you're here, I don't want you to feel, uh, to the moon, <laughs> feel bad. We love Jared. Jared's probably joke. Hopefully he's joking. But anyway, anyway, we love Jared. We accept Jared for who he is. Whatever Jared, Jared, you're the man. Jared, appreciate you. Jared, appreciate you. Uh, uh, anyway, bro, what was what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, why are you all of a sudden getting worried? Your verbiage you used was very carefully, I, I think, selected. You said, I'm starting to get worried about Anthony Richardson. Why would you say that when the hype is growing and the stock is, is up? Stock on the rise. 
His stock is clearly on the rise right now. He's he's on the rise for sure. Like people are amped about him. He's throwing he's throwing missiles in practice into a little tiny net like this big. Uh, he's done interviews where the interviewee has said several times three or four people have interviewed him and i've even seen i've a, a screenshot of it where he's sitting right next to somebody and he looks like a grizzly bear just sitting in a chair next to the people interviewing him like so tell me what has made you feel a little less excited about anthony richardson i am curious well it's 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 the it's the tape that you watch in florida and how he has such trouble making making certain throws and like all the red flags that Richardson had in the pre-draft process, CJ Stroud and Bryce Young just simply don't have. And I don't know. I'm just, I just feel like I'm going to regret drafting Richardson over Bryce Young and CJ Stroud for as, as like a long-term asset. And my team is needs a long-term asset, not a, not a short term. And I just, I'm so, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm starting to put Rich at my at my three at my QB three. Okay, maybe, well, maybe that's wrong. No, Dude. no. I mean, you need to trust your gut, bro. I mean, look, look. I, I'm pretty good at quarterbacks, especially you know that is my wheelhouse. But have I been wrong? Absolutely. Did I think that Trey Lance was going to be unbelievable? Did I have questions about Fields? Similar, do. similar to the way, almost the exact same way you described a Rich. I felt about fields coming out. There are times where we don't know what we have until they're in the league. And once they're in the league, we have more information. Quarterback is one of those positions. Tom Brady is the perfect example. We didn't know what Tom Brady was going to do. No one did. And sometimes you cannot just look at college and say, this is what worries me. This Look at Jalen Hurts. Look how, look how bad a pe- apparently he looked to so many people. Sometimes you do need to see these guys in the pros. The one thing that gives me solace is that his physical ability and from everybody that I've I've talked to that has interviewed him or or said, you know, said so in a, in, a, in an interview that they've done about interviewing him has said that he's really really intelligent and 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 the guy knows what he wants to do, how he wants to do it. His work ethic is amazing, his attitude's phenomenal, and his athleticism is through the roof. There is he's the most athletic player to ever come out of college. I'm not talking about quarterback. I'm talking about period. And he's a he's a he's a beast, man. He's so big. So even if he had to work on some things, he's gonna be dominant in terms of running the football. He's gonna he's gonna have, be the kind of guy that gets you 50, 60 yards and a touchdown, and you're you're kind of like anything he throws for is gravy. And so trust your gut because like I said. I had my doubts about other quarterbacks in the past, and that's the nature of the quarterback position. Even if you're good at nailing the the breakouts, the rags, the riches, guys, you're always going to have. I like Davis Mills last year. I mean, granted, I love Mahomes and Hurts more than anybody you can find on the internet. I have videos. I went on CBS and NBC Sports Radio saying Mahomes was a top one to five guy before he'd ever even taken a snap when he was sitting on the bench and they wouldn't use him. I said he's not five. One to five. I remember that. But I also said I like Davis Mills a lot. Similar to I like Sam Howell. Sam Howell and Davis Mills had the same, have the same ability. Like Mills is now out of the picture. But Sam Howell's got that same upside I felt like he had. But he's got the same risk and bust factor. You have to trust your gut. 
You have to trust your gut. You can't go off anybody else. Don't let me change your mind. Let me allow you, allow me to shove you over the fence if you're sitting there teeter-tottering and you just need a shove. That's what I'm used for. Nobody should be drafting off of just what I say. You need to encompass it into what you do and how you evaluate things. Real quickly, hang tight while I get to these super chats real quick. I want to get these out of the way. Uh, uh, Cheryl dropping a $10 hauler. Cheryl, I got it right here. Uh, let me get to, to Overcomes first. He, he just dropped it at the beginning. Alave is my most drafted player in underdog at 46%. To the Moon. To the moon. This man, Chris Olave, is an absolute monster. A top five wide receiver hides among the people. His cost of entry is near illegal. Few see him coming. Many stay away. His name is Chris Olave. I, to the moon. I, I had somebody on my Instagram live earlier today say that Chris Olave, they asked me, Smitty, who would you draft in the fourth round first? I'm, you know, Would you rather draft Olave or would you rather drop, draft Brees Hall? And I just told them, that's cute, bro. That's a real cute story. You know, As if you're going to get Chris Olave in the fourth round, what are you doing? Mock drafting on ESPN mock drafts where the data is literally two years old? Like, I, I, You're not getting Olave. If you're getting Olave in the fourth round, first of all, shame on you. For not drafting him in round three when he slipped by you. <laughs> and not, and number two, shame on you for playing with people in comas. You're literally going around hospitals and getting entry fees from people that are in comas and that are not conscious right now <laughs> because there's no way Alave slipping to the fourth round. Um, Alave is also in my yeah, top three or four most drafted players overcome. We are we are in good company together. Ron Navy says, we all know you like Chase over JJ, but the fact is most people... Here's Contrarian Ron. Does it, Ron, does anybody feel like Ron is just Mr. Contrarian lately? He, You are a little bit, Ron. You are a little bit. We all know you like Chase over JJ, but the fact that most people go JJ over Chase and underdog best ball, not Chase. I don't know that I feel that way. I feel like, first of all, what's the ADP? Uh, but the fact is most people go JJ... Let's look at what the ADP is as of late. Let me see what it is showing as, and then and then maybe maybe Ron, you're right as a, as of this like session of drafting. JJ one point one ADP one. It does look like JJ is going ahead of of Chase. I felt like the ADP was different before this series of drafts in this new one, but yeah, I mean Ron, it's I see it happen all the time though, you know. But yeah, JJ JJ's got an edge in the ADP which is fantastic for me. If I get the number two overall pick, I'll take it all day long. Smitty approved. You've just been Smitty. Appreciate you, Ron. You and, and all that you bring to the table, regardless of what what uh, what it is. Uh, Cheryl says, hey, Smitty, have a couple, couple fun questions for you. Where do you value Elijah Moore this year? I like Elijah Moore as a wide receiver four that you could hopefully use as a wide receiver three and you get really, really, really excited about his potential, like, you know, value rise, you know, his, his stocks on the rise, his, um, his upsides on the rise, but his, his ADP is not climbing too fast. I think, uh, let's see, Elijah Moore is probably, let's see where he is. Maybe I need to take a look at his ADP before I open my mouth about it. He is wide receiver, uh, 46. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. 46, that means he is a wide receiver four. You know, and essentially if you start three wide receivers, 
um, 36 wide receiver. He's definitely in the wide receiver four category. So I really like that. I think last year he got 446 yards and one TD the year prior, 538 and five TDs. I think like eight to 900 yards. Of course he could get a thousand, but I think you expect about 800 yards, six to seven touchdowns. Um, that's not your starter, but because of the upside, I really like him in the four spot if you get him there. I don't mind it at all. Thoughts on Zay Flowers versus Bateman could either deliver wide receiver one numbers this year. Look, it is such a good landing spot on paper to go to to go to Baltimore for one of these four wide receivers walking out of the NFL draft. It was definitely one of the better landing spots because there's kind of an opening and a vacancy for the number one wide receiver role. But I would say there's still a potential that it takes Lamar some time to get one of those guys into the wide receiver one realm. It took him a while to get Hollywood there. So my only fear for Zay is that he might do what you're suggesting, deliver wide receiver one numbers for his team. I don't, he's not a wide receiver one in fantasy, but could it take a little longer than we want? Like, could people give up on him like they did Pierce and Walker and, and such last year? He's a satellite man. Satellite men. Space cadets in training. He's a satellite man for a reason. He was a moon man at one time. The The weight is what concerns me. How long could it take? But if you're patient, if you draft him in best ball, and you're not really relied up, relying upon him right away... I like him a lot. I like him a lot. I think if you draft him and another wide receiver as your wide receiver three, you'll probably be fine. But it could take a little time for him to get to domination levels in that wide receiver room. Bateman is not somebody I'm too concerned about, but there's still upside with him. But as far as I know, he's still kind of like, I don't know. I don't know where his positioning is after he badmouth, you know, the coaching staff and team. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know how much of an effect, effect that will have on his playing time. Because he pretty much said, he said some bad things uh, when they were talking about the wide receiver room and how no one stepped up. And he shot he shot it back. He went to Twitter. He blasted him. Uh, I think Zay Flowers is in prime position to eventually have really, really good fantasy football production. I just don't know how long of a stretch it'll be. And we'll be loving him in 2024. I think more so than 2023, but I still am very optimistic about him. He is my favorite skill, like skill-wise, my favorite player from the 2023 draft class. Him and Tank Dell. I love the, these are both little guys. And Tank Dell, Tank Dell is quietly my favorite, I would say. And and it wouldn't surprise me if Tank Dell outscored Zay Flowers. I love Tank Dell that much. But these are two very, very good questions. Okay, thank you, Cheryl. Appreciate you dropping that. Uh, any other super chats, we'll jump straight to the front of the line. Uh, Super Rudy, what else you got? Okay, so I just wanted to like go over one more uh, aspect of why I'm a little off on Richardson now. So one thing that Tom Brady that you mentioned earlier succeeded uh, probably the best ever at was, was throwing wide receivers open. Accuracy. And Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud especially, their accuracy is, is ridiculously good. And uh, Honestly, probably more accurate than a lot of starting QBs right now. So do 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 you play the uh, do do you uh, fuck do you have do you put Richardson below your rankings because he wasn't as accurate as Young and Stroud? I mean, 
it's not there's not know. one way there, there's not one way to look at this you can't just you got to go off your gut too man like there's there's no formula like oh if he's inaccurate you minus five points here you add this and you square root the you know the vector symbol of the flux capacitor divided by the gigawatt this is literally okay a player we've never seen before ever enter the nfl let alone quarterback this guy is a monster yeah. that can do backflips, front flips, and he's the size of a tree. And it's just unbelievable. This guy's a this guy, you're gonna hit he's gonna hit you when you go to tackle him. He's gonna literally lay you into the ground. And I think he's heavier than Cam Newton. I think he is. Bro, he's huge. He is a specimen. And so all I'm gonna say is this. You either you either you're going to roll the dice a little bit with him. You're going to have a safer player in Stroud. You're going to have a safer player in Stroud. Uh, sorry I missed that call. Somebody dialed back in. You're going to have a safer player in Stroud, but that doesn't mean that that I'm going to go that route. Like, I'm okay with the risk level. He's going number 10 overall in fantasy football redraft best ball right now. I, ha I have that right now, number 10 as a quarterback. He's going number 10 overall. I believe this is it right here. So you can look at this Trevor Lawrence. I was highlighting on this specific slide, but he is down at number 10 overall. He's going 90 overall, which is not, you know, super, super, super early, but he's going 10 overall. So you're not stealing him away. A big majority of fantasy football is believing in him. This isn't some like rogue take. He's literally climbing board. That's why when you said I'm starting to not like Richardson, I'm like, why? Like, where is this coming from? He's climbing draft boards at a rapid pace. So, yeah, you're, I, know you're, I think you look. I don't want to talk you into Richardson over Stroud. You're, you're, you're. No offense, but you're trying to find a reason to not like him. You're digging. You're digging through I, accuracy. I, I, I you're, so. yeah, you're, you're trying to make yourself feel like you're not going to make a mistake. I can't help you with that. If you don't like Richardson, I don't want you taking him. He's definitely got some some risk, but we've never seen a player come out of college that looks like this. This guy's a monster. He's huge. And and the and the other thing well, too. Well, Cam Newton was like him. Right? Yeah, but this guy this I mean, guy's got a cannon. This guy's got a way better arm than Cam Newton. This guy's arguably arguably got one of the top one, two, or three strongest arms in the National Football League. You know who else had a strong arm that came out of college that was inaccurate that had a putrid accuracy and and rookie season josh allen. josh allen he was horrible in terms of accuracy everyone and said he would never be a gunslinger he would only be a gadget running quarterback like tim tebow people would talk about him like he was going to be the next tim tebow bro it, it, it was the doubt was so real you know who also sucked accuracy wise according to so many people jalen hurts it takes some time yep and, and you can't you can't just say even after his rookie year if he's inaccurate you can't just say that's what he is. Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts are prime examples that sometimes it takes until your third year before you can be really defined accuracy wise and, and until you can be really defined as a player. So Richardson needs to be given I think the benefit of the doubt before you start you know suggesting you know he's going to be inaccurate his whole career. I just think that's not uh, hey, the, the best way to approach it. Yeah, Adam, you're live. Hey, so I also want to point out the talent that Stroud and uh, Young played with paired to the talent that Richardson played with. Like, Richardson, 
when he first premiered, they wouldn't even let him be the starter. And he was out there playing like he should be the starter from the get. He's young. He has a lot. He's, you know, he's still learning. But like all of, if you're talking about, if you're taking, if you're taking one quarterback in this draft right now that has a chance to be Josh Allen, Mahomes, that kind of player, it's got to be Richardson. He has all the he has all the tools there, and he's even got the right coach that I think could really help him. And the Colts are a lot better than people think they are. I mean, last year they were people putting them in the Super Bowl contention list until, you know, until the quarterback situation, and it just went then. Taylor got hurt and then so on and so on. Everything went downhill, like slimmer to the Rams. You know, everyone was talking about them as well. It's the NFL is weird like that. One minute you can be on top and next minute you're picking, you know, first in the draft or something, anything like that can happen. But as far as when it comes to Richardson, I think he, he reminds me so much of like, that, you know, I know he says he, he's like Cam Newton and Lamar and all that, but he reminds me more of Josh Allen, like you were saying. And For sure. Me and my friend had this argument way before the draft, before the Colts even picked him. And I didn't even know the Colts even liked him at first. Um, and a friend of mine in Michigan, I told him, I said, the best quarterback I think in this draft is and probably going gonna, gonna to end up being Anthony Richardson. And he's like, are you kidding me? He was such and such at Florida. They – didn't even have a winning record or anything, and yeah, he's yeah, like, I'm telling yeah. you, he's gonna be. He, he's huge. He loves Bryce Young. All he does is talk about him, and like I'm, 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 I'm similar to you, Smee. I'm pretty good at picking stuff out, especially when it comes to quarterback. And I told him when Josh Allen's season, I said the best this, this dude right here is gonna be a star in the league. I'm telling you, I can, I can feel it. He, he's got, he's got an NFL arm. He, he's mobile. He can move. He's not going to just stay in the pocket. Yeah. I'm telling you, this I got you. is what the NFL is going to now. I got you. Yeah, R- Richardson. Do you want to know a crazy R- fact about this? Go ahead. I was the biggest Josh Allen hater. Like, I hate the Bills because I'm a Patriots fan, and I just don't like New York sports in general because I'm from Massachusetts. But I told everyone Josh Allen is garbage. He's – and – you shouldn't draft him. He's inaccurate. All he does is run. Boy, he made me eat my words so quickly that next year. So I think I'm just having yeah. Uh, I, I would nightmare. I would say this, bro. I would just say, like, trust your gut. Don't let anybody talk you into drafting a player you don't like. Because if you draft them and they, they crap the bed, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna have resentment there. You got to make your own decision. But I would say go look at some more film. Just kind of you know ease your mind. And if you still see somebody that's not going to develop at the next level, then so be it. Like Trey Lance had very little track record and look what's happened to him. And you could say that, but you could also say Trey Lance hasn't even been given a shot and he got hurt right away. So no, I, I, so I wouldn't really I, yeah, so I wouldn't tie that to it, but I'm saying I could understand someone making an argument that could scare you. But but the bottom line is this guy was a high draft pick. He's in a situation where there's no competition. He's starting from day one, and if he doesn't, it's because they're trying to take a little dive to try and potentially get Marvin Harrison Jr., but he's starting week one. I have very little doubt he starts week one. He starts week one. He's going to be very, very uh, hot and cold in terms of throwing the football. Um, They need to get another pass catcher in there. I like Josh Downs a lot. Pittman's pretty decent. It's not a bad room. They've got Jonathan Taylor. That's It's going to be hard for defenses to really shut down Taylor because – They've got potentially this mobile quarterback who's running around back there. So defenses are going to be spying where Richardson's at, which is going to open up some of the run. Um, He's going to have 10-plus touchdowns as a rookie. 
And that that kind of running will give you near top 10 fantasy football quarterback numbers. So I have no concerns about him. I think, and the fact that he can throw a missile over 70 yards down the field with really no effort, people are just, they're just hating on a guy that has yet to come into his own. He has yet to come into his own. That's true. Yeah, I'm just I'm just really stressing about my draft, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'll uh, I'll do mow it over a little more and, and see. But real quickly, but going all back, all three of these quarterbacks, like I love. Real quick, quickly going back, that doesn't mean I don't take Jameer Gibbs though. At one point two, I think you said you had the one point two. If Bijan goes one, and I, even if you need a quarterback, yeah, I, got, I got the one on one and one point two. I look, I'm not saying I would do this. I'm not saying I wouldn't take Bijan and Richardson. Because that is definitely a possibility, but I'm I'm just saying, don't rule out. If you're feeling super skeptical, like you could try getting a quarterback a different way, and and, and I know that's hard, but I, you could do it. You could go you could go old man shopping and go get Aaron Rodgers and some some of those boys. But I wouldn't be opposed to if you're feeling gun shy of considering Bijan and Gibbs and trying a different avenue to get a quarterback. But only you know your league. There's a league I played in where you couldn't get a quarterback for anything. And so, in that type of league, you almost got to go Anthony Richardson and Bijan. But if you're in a That's league where, my league is. so you got to know your own league. Um, hold on one second, pal. Uh, uh, Marsman Ron, I actually got to go, Smitty. Okay, later, pal. Appreciate you, Marsman Ron Navy. Please. The contrarian, the contrarian Ron <laughs> Navy. <laughs> oh what? my God. <laughs> I was laughing so hard when you said that. I mean, there's a little bit, there's a little bit of contrarianism going on. I, I think mo- most have said it. I, I, but you know, Ron, there's there's times where this man will say, "No show out there in the world does that," and Ron goes very positive. So Ron's not negative on the show. He just speaks his mind. No, not yeah, at yeah, all. yeah, yeah. Not at all. No, the only reason, the only reason I said because you said most people will take Chase over JJ in our I'm like, circle. I'm not seeing that. Oh, I'm being JJ over Chase. <laughs> yeah, in our circle. But I, I actually did think though when I said it that that they were dead even and Chase was maybe slightly ahead. But well, I, I think they're that was last uh, last ADP update. I, I feel looked, like he was one. I one looked point. at my last ten uh, BB four drafts and um, it went JJ eight out of ten going first. That's interesting um, because out of my last ten. I want to say that before the the like before the poodles, the ADP for that series had Chase going one more than JJ. Yeah. I forget what they. I wish so, I wish we had a historical it's ADP. Not going to be too bad taking either one. Everybody has their preference. It's like that's why I said that in the in the thing. I, I know chat's hard to determine. You know, sometimes somebody how somebody's coming at it, getting their emotion. You know how they're trying to say it, but. Um, no, you're not going to go wrong taking Chase. If you prefer Chase, take Chase. If you prefer JJ, take JJ. You're not going to go wrong, I don't think, with either one of them. I mean, they're both gonna they're both gonna pop. I think for no matter which one you take. So yeah, it's just I, too bad we can't get them both in the team. Yeah, but we should. Richardson. I wanted to talk about the Richardson thing. Hey, real, quick. real Ron, real quickly, uh, can I, can I knock these super chats out and then uh, and then I'll just so I don't get too far behind and then I'll I'll give the floor to you. Uh, the best Niners running back in redraft is the one that finishes the second half, and it's rarely the running back one that starts the season. Grab Elijah Mitchell says Isaac. He's always hurt though, so it could be Mason. Um, but cu- you got to cuff the situation. 
for sure. Uh, Mass, thank you, Isaac, for dropping that $5 hauler. Another $5 hauler, JJ, uh, from JJ. Massive trade, what side do you like? 12 team, 0.5 PPR, tight end, one point, you know, so it's premium, essentially. One QB, Bijan, and Algier, plus two 24 first rounders, 24 second. Or Garrett Wilson, Joe Burrow, Kincaid Montgomery. Now, you said one QB. So that means that the Bijan side is winning this by quite a bit because Joe Burrow in a one QB, whether we love him or not, he's a fourth rounder. That's where you can get him. So you're talking about Garrett Wilson, who's um, below Bijan, right? You're drafting Bijan in the top six, easy. And I'm taking him one, two, or three. And Garrett Wilson's going right around 10, 11, 12 on the regular, eight. Sometimes 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. But we love him at the 12, 13 turn. I get Garrett Wilson at the turn all the time at 12. So you're getting two first rounders for Joe Burrow. Not saying I wouldn't pay that. Like I probably would. Like if you could take Joe Burrow out of it and not get the two first rounders, I would I would rather have Joe Burrow and Bijan when it comes down to it. But you are getting a better side of that deal. And you, you have to the Bijan side is the the better side now. Kincaid in a one point league is is interesting. You know what? I'm kind of going back and forth. I mean, I I love Burrow, Garrett Wilson, and then Kincaid in the one point. It's point five PPR, but another half a point for tight ends. It's not a a full point. It's half a point extra. I think I still go Bijan. Because of what I think I could do with those first rounders, I feel like I could go trade for a Fields using those two first rounders in a one QB or Trevor Lawrence and figure it out. I just don't think Burrow is going to have the value in a one QB to justify. I feel like I could go replace him, even though he's hard to replace, a little easier with those two first rounders. But it's really tough to say. That's a really really close one. Give me Bijan though. That's just my take in anyway. Right, I'm sorry, Ron. Go ahead with uh, your your Anthony Richardson take. Thank you for the super chats. No, I was just like, um, I don't have really, I don't think I have any Anthony Richardsons right now because he's just, I think his ADP is too high for, for you know, I'm for redraft? He's right down in the eighth round, right, right around where Charbonnet goes. And, and you know, unless I have, I can't take him as a number one running back. I mean, running back, yeah. <laughs> well, he is, in a way. Quarterback, I mean, I got to have, unless I get one of the, if I have one of the uh, elite quarterbacks, but if I'm fading quarterbacks in a certain draft, I'm not, I can't take him where his ADP is because it's just, as my, you know, as a, as a number one quarterback, I can't do it. And I bet I agree with what his upside can be. And who who's going to be the one that's because because you like said like uh, with uh, um, with Allen, Allen had Drable right. Drable straightened him right out, and Allen became the quarterback he was Drable. because of Drable. Who is going to be doing that for Richardson on the Colts? Who's there to do that for him? <laughs> well, the 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 guy they orchestrated uh, Jalen Hurts, you know. So I mean. There, there, there's a lot of reason to believe that what happened with Jalen. No, I Hurt, didn't. I no, that's why I'm asking. Yeah, the yeah. Question. I don't know. Yeah, um, and so we're, we're looking at a, a potential uh, blueprint of 
Jalen Hurts being applied to Anthony Richardson. So that's what's so exciting about Anthony Richardson. Um, I'm not going to disagree that Anthony Richardson is getting potentially overdrafted and redraft, but I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a, like I'm definitely okay with it. I drafted him in one of my uh, one of my Chow Chows, and then I backed it up with I believe Jordan Love. I think and Jordan Love. I anticipate might be the week one start for me in, in, you know, by optimal lineup, but that's kind of the way you got to go, you know, uh, shoot. Maybe I'll just call Smitty instead. Says Jared. I, 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 I can understand the, the beings, you know, skeptical of Richardson as a rookie, but I think that he's clearly got the most, appeal even with the risk than any of the other quarterbacks from a fantasy perspective I still love Bryce Young I do acknowledge there's risk involved and that's why from a, as a from a rookie perspective I could see him taking longer because of the size issue but I still think he's such an amazing processor that in time he will be very very good if if that size doesn't get in the way which is certainly a risk but Anthony Richardson I mean, they're not giving up on him for a while. So even if he struggles throwing the ball, he's gonna run for 50, 60 yards and a touchdown every game. It could be it could be crazy. Motion detected at the front door. You, you remember last year, right? I was totally remember when I first started watching your show and all that, and I was like anti hurts. Remember? Yeah. I was anti hurts and then you switched my mind and I was like, Okay, I'm, I'm taking some of them, Smitty. I'm I'm starting to take them. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to listen to you taking them. And other than him getting injured at the end of the year and kind of messing things up that way and, and Philly not playing them, um, I mean, you were spot on with Hurts. So. Yeah. But, uh, I'm asking you about Rich. Yeah. I haven't taken any of Richard. Yeah, I think, I think, I think. I, I don't know. Yeah, Shane Steichen is the new head coach in in. And that's, you know, he coming over to work with Richardson and do what he did with Hertz is, is really exciting to me. And, and, and I, I mean, the weapons are there. It's not like he has the best weapons in the world, right? He's got Pittman and Josh Downs and Jelani Woods. But those are good. Like, those are good weapons. And a lot of people love Pittman. But JT... He's got Alex Pierce, too. Yeah, and I think it's it kind of feels a little bit like um, I don't know. It feels a little bit like uh, the Chargers' offense in a way, like very heavy stacked RB talent, and then good wide receivers, but not as good as the running back. The running back's the best part of this, you know, offense. So we'll see how good right. he throws the football to JT, and how much they can get JT utilized. Let's not act like a player can't become a good pass. Like a, I'm not saying JT's not a good pass catcher, but become an even better pass catcher than he has been. Like some people are going to try and say JT just does this; he only does this. But this is a new staff, and they might dump off to JT more than we ever imagined. And and maybe JT has this crazy weird year where he catches a boatload of footballs. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, Pickett uh, didn't have four game winning drives. Says did have four game winning drives. Says peanut butter and waivers. You guys are arguing about something in the comments here. Uh, peanut butter. They're peanut trying butter. to get my, push my button. Oh, peanut butter and waivers doesn't like Especially Anthony Richardson. Hey Ron, 
Who's that? Who's on yeah. the phone here? Is it Jared? Adam. Oh, Adam. Yo, what's up, Smitty? Oh, hey, Jared. Jared, uh, uh, hang tight. Let's or Adam, hang tight. Let's let Jared talk real quick, and then we'll come back to Adam. Jared, go ahead. Smitty, so, uh, sorry, everybody in the chat. I was just going through my recent calls, and I guess I called after the bar Saturday night or so ago. I don't. Know, you're, 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 the reception in the bathroom's a little, a little choppy. Can you? Can you here? You're cutting in and out. Can you hear me now? I mean, not really, but go ahead and try one more time. Go. Go for it. Uh, sorry, I thought it was too busy air conditioning in the back room. Yeah, that's Yeah, we can't. Jared, I got to kick you, man. We can't hear you. Give her a little flush, stand up, walk out, and then give us a call. Adam, appreciate you. Jared, call back in. Adam, what can I do for you? I was just going to tell Ron, if he does take a shot on Richardson as just his first quarterback, you can build a really, really solid team with the with the running backs and wide receivers and stuff. You yeah. can really build a really um, hot upside lineup. And then if Richardson does what I think he's going to do, it gives you a really good chance, especially uh, during the playoff weeks, because don't forget, they got Oakland week 17. Let me show you my chow chow. I think it's my chow chow. Where I, ha- I have Richardson, so it's a pretty solid. I think this is it. No, it's not my chow chow. I'm sorry. I, I mistakenly, it's a poodle. Uh, but let me show the poodle with Richardson. If I can find it, it's somewhere in here. But I, I, lo- I love the way this team look looks. And it, it definitely is um, a little more unorthodox, unorthodox feeling for sure. Because of the you know lighter quarterback room than I'm used to. I'm very used to a Joe Burrow or you know Trevor Lawrence led um led quarterback room but I really 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 like the way this team is shaping up and uh let me see if I can find it. I put I'm having a I don't know if you do so many you do so many of these drafts you got to like title title them something else you know that you're you can find and I I think I put I think I put rockets in this title I'm trying to find it poodle let me see Let's go over to. Oh, he hung up. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Ron. Ron. Try drafting an Anthony Richardson team. Just try one one time. I think you'll really really. Oh, I mean, I, what did they do for their offensive line? Because their offensive line was atrocious. Did they make improvements on their offensive line? I mean, that's reason why JT ended up injured. I think. I mean, they were just like their offensive line was atrocious. I mean, they've been they they've been a lot of, they yeah, had a lot of injuries last year. They've been doing the a lot. Line. They've been doing a little of and everything. I'll tell you what, I saw I saw a video of Richardson like he was working out OTAs, whatever. But he was on the run. He passed the ball into that net thing, and that, he was like spot on. Right that was my video. That was and, my. Uh, that but was, Ryan last year, it was kind of I I took a lot of Alex Pierce last year, and Ryan just could not get him the ball for nothing. I think Alex Pierce is going to be a, a, a nice target for. I think he has. If You're right. Richardson does, You're right. I think Alex Pierce is a, a sleeper that people could take if Richardson works out. He could be. Um, You're right. Out for almost nothing. He could be. I also like uh, Downs a lot, but it could take him some time to get going. Man, I can't find this poodle draft where I've got Anthony Richardson. <laughs> 
as my QB1. I'm trying to find it. I have so many drafts, I can't even find it. Look at this one, though. This one's a really interesting team that I'm building right now that I'm certainly going to get the running backs. You guys all know that I that I love to draft. And I'm, I'm going to be able to... This is crazy. I didn't plan on taking Justin Fields, but I, I drafted Pat Mahomes. Uh, or I took Jamar Chase first. I took Pat Mahomes... Then I took Debo, which I don't normally take Debo, and I don't, I don't love Debo, but it was the draft fell very weirdly. I got Debo, London, and Chase, and I got Mahomes and Fields. So it's kind of a weird build, one QB, but the optimal scoring. I hope to load up on my, you know, my Camaras and and those Pacheco's. Hey, me, I got a call. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no problem. I didn't mean to keep you on. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. We'll see you later. Thanks for having me on, Adam. I really like that team. I think this team. <laughs> I think this team could be really, really scary when it all said and done. But we'll have to, I'll have to circle back and and show you. I can't find. I can't find the Anthony Richardson team. I don't know where it is. I'm just not. I haven't taken any Debo. I've that the quarterbacks in Frisco scare me. And now he comes out and he's talking about wanting to be traded again and all this other stuff. I I I've, I've stayed away from Debo. I've yeah. stayed away from 49ers. I don't. I don't mind him. If he's in the fourth round, and in that draft he was in the like late third, I think, and I didn't like it, but it, the way it felt was crazy. The way the way the draft felt and and fell, but Debo can't Debo can't be he can't be traded and he can't be there. Here's Debo's um, contract. It's it's his dead cap is twenty six point five million next year. There's there's no yeah, way I they can. You talk about yeah, I don't your, um, earlier. I don't think that that's going to be a real possibility. Not to mention that, you know, he loves it there now. He didn't before, but he did a, there's a video of him talking. He sat down with Shanahan. They said he played God awful last year and he admitted it. He's like, I'm never going to, never going to do that again. I'm never going to put the kind of film that I put out there last year. So he's kind of motivated. The only problem with Debo is that quarterback room and the fact that Debo is a very high likelihood of getting hurt because they're going to, if they run him, He's going to get hurt, I think, eventually. And if they don't run him, then I, I fear the inconsistency at quarterback. And and even when Purdy was in there, Debo didn't go nuts or anything. Like, there's there's real concern that Debo can be consistent. But, you know, as a third or fourth, like, preferably fourth drafted player, I don't mind it. I can't find this team. I wish I could. Uh, maybe it's in my completed drafts. Maybe I already drafted it. I don't know. I'll try and find it. But it, I need to title them with my quarter. Whoever the quarterback is, I need to title that team that way so I can identify him. We got a, a Mars man calling in. Mars man, Mars man, rock out. Mars man, rock out. What can we do for you, pal? Uh, can you give me a, a rating on one of my poodle drafts? Okay. Not my best team, but um, I got QB, uh, Herbert, and uh, Pickett. QB, Herbert, and, then... and Pickett. Herbert and Pickett, okay. Yep. And then running back, Barkley, then Pollard, then Brian Robinson, and then McKinnon. Okay. And then wide receiver, Cup, Samuel, Pickens, Dotson, Jameson, Williams, Phelan. I like it. And then, and then that tight end, uh, Komet. Nice job. I like it. There was that Debo Samuel. Yeah. So you got Debo Cup, Barkley, Pickens. Tony Pollard, P- 
Pickens and then who your your quarterback was who again? It was Pickett and who? Pickett and Herbert. Herbert. Nice job. I like that team a lot. Tony drafted one tight end though? Yeah. Maybe he's got another. You got another tight end, Rock Out? Uh, I'm going to take that again. Okay. He's still going. Okay, thank God. Rock Out, you got you got to have another. You got to have a second tight end, Rock Out. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, okay. yeah. Here, here's the team. God, I finally found it. Finally found it. it. Took me forever to find it. I don't know why. All right, here's the team. Let me send this over. Uh, I have so many drafts. So many of the Garrett Wilson drafts on top of everything else. Here's this team. I really like this team. This is Anthony Richardson team. So Anthony Richardson and Jordan Love, and this is a. Let me let me let me title title it here. I think this is a yeah. It's a poodle. It's a poodle. Um, Anthony Richardson, Jordan Love, Bijan, Jameer Gibbs, Kenneth Walker, Charbonnet. So you know th- this Anthony Richardson, Jordan Love. Allowed me to get Bijan Gibbs, Walker, Charbonnet, but the the kicker is the wide receiver room is usually a lot lighter when you're going heavy quarterback. So now I'm able to get Chris Olave, Drake, London, Dotson, and I still have Waller and Kincaid. So this draft right. is this draft is still going. This is the only players I have, but Darren Waller, Kincaid is a even though they have the same bye week, I have to get another tight end. But this is a fire fire uh, tight end room. Absolute fire wide receiver room in Alave, London, Dotson, and absolute straight fire running back room in Bijan Gibbs and Walker Charbonnet. So if Anthony Richardson works out, I mean, boy, this is going to be quite a team. I'm really, really excited about this squad. Um, Rock, uh, yeah, let's Trey, go- that looks like a lot of mine. Similar to it. That's what I was saying. When you go Anthony Richardson, you can really stack the rest of your team. Yeah. But Bella, check yourself. You're live. Yo, what's going on, fellas? How you doing? What's up? Nothing much. Yo, I was just saying, I had drafted a lot of Anthony Richardson, too. I remember me and you were talking about it. I really like the kid. He's, he's a freak, man. I just Like you said, I could see him running for about five, six touchdowns and just like... 60 yards a game. Just reminds me of Josh Allen mixed with like a Lamar Jackson like hybrid. He's amazing, man. I'm really big on the kid. I would say way more than six. I would say he's double digit touchdowns on the ground. Yeah, it could possibly be. I think. I think. Yeah, definitely possibly. I'm really high on him. I got him. I got him in like at least ten best ball drafts I've done. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really big on the kid, but um. Go ahead, Bella. Check yourself. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, I was just um, if you had time, I wanted you to uh, rate this team I had did this best ball team. Okay, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so my quarterbacks are Trevor Lawrence, uh, Love, and Sam Howe from uh, Washington. Okay, and I have running backs Bijan, Jameer Gibbs. Uh, Montgomery, Charbonnet. Okay. And for receivers, I have Garrett Wilson, Calvin Ridley, Kadarius Toney, uh, Zay Flowers. And my tight end is Darren Waller, 
I I actually drafted Taysom Hill and uh, Jelani Woods. I like it, bro. Uh, T. Law, Bijan Gibbs, Charbonnet, Garrett Wilson, really Tony, very, 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 very solid. Waller is very underrated too. I think this year, I really, yeah, I really so like. Too. I really like Waller, and his value is insane. I mean, he's he's literally dirt cheap. Uh yeah. I, I mean, it's going to come down to obviously the rookie running backs <laughs> popping and Garrett Wilson, Ridley, Tony. I mean, there's you got a lot of risk, but it's very, very solid. It feels like it's a lot of risk, but I believe in those two rookie running backs. Me too. Just as much as you do. So, yeah, I, yeah. I'm very comfortable with them. Very. Uh, Garrett says, Ron, the cheater. He, he, he keeps talking about Ron, <laughs> Ron getting on other shows. And uh, <laughs> look, Garrett. <laughs> I I don't uh, I don't I can't monopolize the entire internet, but I would say that uh, any anybody Gar- Garrett being one of them that is one of the leading super chatters of the entire history of the show can't can't really be stepping out on the show. This is this is uh, but but I appreciate Garrett you being out there snitching and looking for it. <laughs> least I least I know Garrett and Garrett, what are you doing over there anyway? Watching Ron Navy over there if you weren't. You know what I mean? You're snitching hey, on yourself hey. right now. We, what are you doing watching other channels? Uh, yeah. hey, Smitty, let me, just for a second. And let me address Garrett for a second. Garrett doesn't know that, I I mean, I'm in IG telling you about how bad I think these guys' takes are of these different shows that I that I go through and watch these people. Yeah, I ain't and, scared. And, and how, how idiots I think they are, some of them. I ain't scared. Yeah, they're horrible. They are horrible. I'm not gonna lie. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. No, nobody's leaving. Nobody does a show like we do. Okay, and that includes all of you. You're all co-hosts. You're all co-hosts, and and uh, not in yeah. here. And, uh, the, and the fun thing is, is being able to get into a draft with some of these guys, so you can smoke them. If I if I happen to get into a draft with one of these guys. I, I, I label my draft with their with their name in there so I can go back and say, yep. They All suck. Right. Bella, they check suck. yourself. They you suck. got you got anything else, Bella? Check yourself. What else you got? No, I just wanted to call in and just say what's up to you guys. I like your team. What's going on? I, lo- I love I love this you, I love this Kadarius Tony wide receiver three territory. Really feel I'm loving that. it feels it feels super solid, especially if you cuff him to Sky Moore, which I recommend. Um, and then you know what I'd yeah. also do? I'd get Sky Moore, and then also get Zay Jones. And if you do that, I think you kind of do some sort of like, if one goes down, you have this crazy three or four week production out of one of those guys, and it it, it almost makes it so you don't need as many receivers too. You definitely need to worry about the bye weeks, but yeah, got to worry about the bye weeks. Yeah, yeah. so you you want to oh, make sure. Yeah, I do like that. Especially if you hold seven wide receivers, you can kind of do that, and then make just make sure the last two you take end up having a good bye week situation for the the Jaguar and Falcons, you know, situation. Or I mean the yeah. I mean the Jet. Uh, I'm sorry, Falcons. Yeah. And, I'm sorry, <laughs> Jaguars and KC. I keep seeing Ridley, and I think Falcons. I can't get Falcon out of my head. Um, Ridley's exciting. You know, I'm really scared about Ridley. I'm a, I'm a admitted petrified Peter in some ways about Ridley's season, but it's too exciting to not get on board in at least well, a couple I mean, of leagues for sure. Can, look what he did on a broken foot. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's amazing. If he could do that on a broken foot, 
What can you do with a little one year right. rest? Let's hope a happier rest. Let's hope broken foot isn't a trend with him though, like injuries and such. You know, coming back. No, we don't need a Michael Thomas. Yeah, so let's hope that that broken foot isn't a harbinger of things to come in terms of you know health and all that. But no, I I love Ridley. I love Trevor Lawrence and Ridley stacked together too. That's that's fun in best ball. Um, ETN mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence is kind of fun. I think ETN's going to get more receptions than people think. Even if they dial back his run a little bit, I'm hopeful that they they realize what they have. I mean, how can you not? I, I mean, we know how you cannot. Coaches make dumb decisions all the time, but how could you not know that Etienne's one of the top five receiving backs in the National Football League? Like, I don't understand yeah, how Trevor you. Trevor Lawrence knows it. I mean, he, he's yeah. in college with him. If anybody knows, Trevor knows. That's why I think we're gonna see his rookie year. He was dialed back. I mean, his his true rookie year, he didn't play. But his rookie year of, of being on the field, they dialed him back a little bit. You know, I, I really believe they dialed him back. They didn't, you know, he had to learn the offense. It was a new offense. It was everything was new. I mean, it was garbage the year before. Trevor Lawrence was learning everything new. ETM was lear- learning everything new. That Urban Meyer left a mess of a situation. Just an absolute disaster. Trevor Lawrence kicking his kicker. Yeah. Kicking his kicker, yeah. hanging out at the, the the bars with the with the college kids. Like this guy was an absolute train wreck, and, and so I mean we got a little bit of a reset year and a little bit of a stunted growth for T Law, but I'm so excited the way T Law finished. Sky's the limit. This guy could have. Thir- I know I said 40 plus touchdowns. Let's call it 38. 38 passing touchdowns for T Law is so easily in the cards for me, and then he runs for four or five, which will put him well over you know 40 total. But I think 40-plus passing touchdowns is not crazy with the extra game. I think we see a couple of these these quarterbacks, three or four of them, start easily toppling 40 all you know on a regular basis with the extra game. Get ready for it. Garrett dropping a $5 hauler. Says, all jokes aside, Ron was waiting, uh, was waiting on Smitty to say, why were you over there? I think, yeah. You know, if you're over there, te- if you're over on other places telling on other people, you're obviously there as well. So, good job there, Garrett. Tell, <laughs> telling on yourself. Uh, ETN will be a stud, says Travis, overhyping the concern a bit, in my opinion. I agree, Travis. Make sure you're drafting ETN at as much of a discount as you can off of the back of all the negative news. There's a lot of negative news about how they brought Tank Bigsby in, who should be cuffed to ETN. And if you cuff Tank Bigsby and ETN together, you're solving a lot of your concerns right there. Like, if ETN doesn't get worked properly and then he you know or gets hurt and they flip it over to tank then you're going to be good to go because tank will be a workhorse and get a lot of touchdowns on the ground so cuff the two together uh but i think the negativity around this situation and how they're saying we're going to dial back etn's run running without really saying we're going to up his receiving i i think that that, they somebody's got the show in the background i think blaren um but if, if they if they end up giving ETN more pass catching to counterbalance the lack of rushing, I just think people are going to drop. They're going to get scared and drop them into round four. And so if ETN goes at 4.1, 4.2, 4.3, it's going to be a glorious day. It's going to be a glorious day yeah. in fantasy football land because him as your fourth drafted player is a home run. Right, and that's, that's what I feel about Kadarius Tony, man. I feel like Steven is pumping his whole uh, – I remember when Steven was so big on him. He's he just – oh, he's taking him in the second round. I was like, oh, my God. 
and now he's super high. Yeah, ETN's going at uh, 37.5 overall. Now, that's where his updated ADP is. 37.5 overall. That's pretty interesting. 37.5 overall. That that's that's really good value. That is you're literally yeah. talking about he has entered round number 4. Cuz 37's round 4. That's pretty good. He's right there. He's right on the That's what I'm saying. I I, I didn't even know the ADP was updated on underdog for for ETN. He was going 3.5 like clockwork. Now he's a fourth drafted player. That's a home run. To the moon. Fourth drafted player time, ETN. Get on board. But just try and take advantage of it though. Try and try and get him in round four. That way your 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 concerns are alleviated. Um, let's go over real quickly to um Rock Out. You got anything else, Rock Out? Um so when when are they gonna make a a three stooges comical over the 49ers? I don't know, man. I'm all 49ered out today, to be honest. You know, it's just like, it's not, and again, it's not that I don't like talking about the 49er players or, but it's just, this is just a big, like, disaster, you know, of a situation that I think could get ironed out, you know, if Brock Purdy comes back and stays healthy. But, like, I'm just tired of Shanahan doing the same thing over and over. And I'm tired of having to be one of the only people like verbally out there in the content creation world that's saying anything about it. And then, and then, you know, and you know me, I don't care about negativity or hate, but it's like, yeah. I always have to be the bad guy with the 49ers. And I, and I don't want to be, cause I like the 49er fan base. I obviously like love Raj and all those guys. And I love a lot of the 49er players. Like I like Debo Samuel. He's a, he's a fun player to own. I love Christian McCaffrey. I mean, he's been amazing for fantasy football for so many years. But you know Shanahan just has a, a tendency to to ruin stuff, and then and then people don't call him out on it. They just get tired of it. No. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, another another topic. We're all forty nine ers out. Uh, Rock out. Who do you have number one, Chase or JJ? Chase. And and how close is it for you? Do you have Bijan in between or CMC in between or somebody in between? I know we're very pro Bijan. I'm so I'm I'm being presumptuous to assume. Uh, I got him. I got Bijan third. Okay, so you got uh, JJ two. Yeah, I mean I I can't I can't fault anybody for going a wide receiver, especially when you can get like Walker in round five. And all the other running backs that, that, you know, some of us like, some of us don't. You know, obviously Swift, Ron doesn't like. I love Swift in a combination of Kamara Swift, Charbonnet Swift, Pacheco Swift as my RB2. Or Pacheco Charbonnet, if you will. Pacheco, McKinnon, Charbonnet as my running back two. And I'm going like Walker and five. And then I go three straight R, uh, three, three straight WRs in rounds one, two, and three. Or I go... Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, um, you know, sometimes Jalen Hurts has fallen into the third round. I almost got Jalen Hurts in the fourth round in one of my poodles. I was sitting there at like 4.2 or 3, and it, like seriously, he went at 3.12. I was just like, oh my God, I'm about to get Jalen Hurts in the third round, or the, the yeah, the third round. No, 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 fourth round, fourth round. I was about to get Jalen Hurts yeah. in the fourth round. 
I was just like, I couldn't believe my eyes. It's so weird when there's like a draft where it, it you know, when you're sitting there looking at a player and they're like two or three from the top of their, uh, of the total rank and they're not an injured player. It's not like when Walker, when Charbonnet was drafted by the Seahawks and then Walker stayed at the top for a while until the ADP adjusted, you know, he just kind of floated there. Everyone knew not to take him yet because he was second round value and the ADP didn't adjust yet. But you know when you're looking at a player that rightfully de- deserves to be at the top of the overall rank and you're like seven picks away and he's at the top of the list, you're like, there's no way he's going to fall to me. And he just stays there and then a draft selection happens below him. And he just stays there. And when it when it actually happens, it's so glorious. You're like, oh my God, I can't believe he made it. Seven picks to me. Um, that's what it was like. I was sitting there watching Jayla Hurts just sit at the top for like seven, eight picks. Getting into their yeah, what's going on there? Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> yeah, you, you got my uh, you delivering my uh, my food I just ordered. That'd be hilarious. Now you would see me on your door cam. Yeah, that would be hilarious, wouldn't it? All right, well, yo, I gotta go. You know, Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you later. All, All right, right, who who is that? It's another check yourself. Okay, be- hey Bella, appreciate you, my man. Later. Oh, yo, Smitty, one more yeah. thing before I go. Yeah. Yo, Appreciate you. You know, another well, thing, Bella, is all these other they're trying to push the quarterback's ADP down because they don't like it. They don't like the fact that the quarterbacks are up in the second, first, and second round. They, they can't stand yeah, it because it messes with their, their piss boy mentality as far as taking wide receivers. It messes them up. So they're trying, they're literally trying to push the uh, quarterback, elite quarterback. Uh, back down into the third and fourth round. That's the round. old school way. They're old school, man. Yeah, I mean, we, yep. we, we've we been peddling that out for so long. Like, the early quarterback. I, it's just so ridiculous. And the All fact right, that... Guys, yeah, yeah, later, Bell. Check yourself. Appreciate you. It's so yep. funny. It's so funny how there are people still arguing as if they have a point <laughs> whatsoever that, that drafting an early quarterback's a, a negative. It's not, it's not like drafting a quarterback late is bad either. But it's just... It's ridiculous to suggest that there are not multiple ways to win. I mean, I, I, I have some Hurts-built teams that I absolutely love. I feel like um I could show one right here if I could find it. But, I mean, Hurts and Hurts and round, I've got so many teams with Hurts that, you know, even though I love Joe Burrow, yep. and I will admit when I do grab Hurts and Joe Burrow does fall to me, I do get a little pissed off, you know, and say, man, this was the draft to try it in. You know, but then when I don't grab Hurts and then Joe Burrow doesn't fall to me, I get pissed off then too. So there is a you know pro and con to it, obviously, because Joe Burrow in round four or five wins a league. Just wins a league. It's just flat out crazy. You, you, you need a good variety. That's the thing. Is just take the draft how it comes to you and, and then you get your variety. Yeah. That, I mean, I, I definitely do that. I overdraft a few players, but I do enough drafts where I'm definitely still getting variety for sure. But I, I definitely have guys, some guys like Charbonnet, we're, we're both that way, Ron. I think Charbonnet is the top three in my exposure. He's one or two for you. So, I mean, th- there's nothing wrong with that because yeah, he, the he was, he was one in the big board and one on best ball. Yeah, so, and, the, and the risk again, level, 
the risk level is not bad at all for for Charbonnet at this point. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yeah. if you go Charbonnet in a hundred percent of your drafts when he's going in round ten. You know, maybe early on we have some yeah. exposure that was a little high, but that's okay. You know, that's yeah. Why. I'm with you, I'm with you guys. Hey, too. Got, uh, he's my highest owned running back as well, Smitty. Yeah, go go. Oh, let me, a, go ahead. I have a really sneaky um, thought, or I guess pick for like your 18th pick. You know how you try to get different and all that, but I got a suspicion I, I, about um, um, Richie James. I, I I've been taking him with my 18th pick. Um, I, I I think he could he could be something there in KC. I, I don't think Justin Ross, he he's not acclimated to that offense. He's been injured. I think I think Richie James could be a sneaky pick for people, um, and he costs you nothing. He, th- you get him in the 18th round, he costs you nothing, and you get a, you get a KC player. And, and if he does shoot off, dude, you just knock it out of the ballpark. Yeah, I think a couple of my guys are, are uh, Michael Wilson in Arizona, um, Charlie Jones, who Scott Hansen absolutely loves, by yep. the way. I think Charlie Jones is a fantastic uh, final drafted player to grab. Yep. Here's a team Here's a team that I uh, have Jalen Hurts, if anybody wants to see it. Jalen Hurts, early quarterbacks, shooting yourself in the foot, Smitty. Jalen Hurts, Bijan Gibbs, Walker, Charbonnet, Camara, Drake, London, Tony, Pickens, Zay, uh, Jones, and Kincaid still ongoing, obviously. I, I love that team. I have no problem with that team whatsoever. I'm ecstatic about this team. So, yep. And if you get Bijan in London, if you get Bijan in London in your draft early on, you could wait. You know how they always talk about, you know, uh, for week 17, you know, bring back players. Yeah. Tyler Scott is like 3-2 in the 18th round. And he's the third. They drafted him, what, third round? They're definitely going to use him. Yeah, Chicago's going to use him, so he's another. Yeah, I got some here too. That you can get. Yes, sirs. All right, boys. So, uh, Mars. All right, let's go to Adam. Adam, final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. Take Bijan with the number one pick. Do it live. Appreciate yeah. you, Adam. Later. Later. Uh, rock out. Final thoughts. Don't revoke my Bijan card. Uh, why would I? What did you do? What did you say? Oh, because <laughs> you you didn't want him number one. No, you you want him over CMC, and and I w- I wouldn't revoke a Bijan card if anybody wanted Christian McCaffrey over Bijan. I revoke people's Bijan cards when they say they think he's going to be a bust or he's not worth the first rounder. Then we take it straight away. We take it away. You're never going to get it again. And if, if you ever come into a, a live chat, we're going to know about it. And be like, oh, yeah, Bijan did good this week. You can't like Bijan. <laughs> All right, rock out. Appreciate you, man. All right. See, see you tonight. I'll be live tonight, Panic Chamber, and probably a draft at the end. Later. All right. See you. All right, Ron Navy, final thoughts. Yeah, you know, I'm an outlier with Swift, I think. I, I think the majority of the people like Swift. Uh, including you, I, I and I don't. Um, but I, I think I'm an outlier. I think more people like him 
than don't like him. I think people like him, but that's they're scared. I'm, they're scared of him, and rightly so. Rightly so. You should be scared of him. And and I and I'm, I'm bro. I'm a little scared of him. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I, I everyone's scared that he's gonna get hurt, but I do know. And I, I think if you watch, my, I don't know if you watched the whole video I did. I know you like, you thumb up and you leave whenever it's Swift. And that's just the nature of Ron Navy, get off my lawn. But like, there's a lot of points in my video that I think if you actually just step back and look at it and you say, you know, if you say something about, hey, Gibson had, what did Gibson have? 40, 42 receptions. What was it in uh, last year? Yeah. 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 He had 40 some yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, you look it's at it, fun. you're like, you're like, holy crap. You're like, you're like, holy crap, Gibson actually did a lot better than I think in the PPR game. And I just think that, you know, you look at someone like Swift and you say, okay, well, Swift did the same thing. Swift had 48 receptions and, and he, had, he had eight total touchdowns on a really botched year. And so I, I think if you look at that and you say to yourself, okay, I'm scared of injury, then I get it. But if you look at a, a total, like, horrible year, like he had a horrible year and he had eight touchdowns and 43 receptions. I just feel like it, it, it has to be only injury for me. I can't understand why somebody else wouldn't like him other than injury. I just it doesn't it doesn't compute with me because there's so much potential there. But I, I would say, I mean, maybe they don't use him. Maybe they bring him in and they don't use. Maybe 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 I'm wrong on it. But I'm willing to take the chance in a few leagues. Hold on one second, Ron. Six oh two caller, you're live. Who's this? Smitty. Yeah, yeah. who's this? This is Des. Desmond, how are you doing? What's up, Desmond? Good, man. Uh, so I haven't been paying attention to fantasy this whole summer. You got to me, like, just give me, like, five rookies I should be looking at. Rookies? Yeah, rookies, sleepers, you know. Usually rookies go later anyways in drafts. Um, I mean... I mean, you you know Bijan and Gibbs, I'm sure. You've, you've, right, you've right. heard of them, yeah. That, those are the obvious. Yeah, yeah. So if we're talking about later, I mean, we talk about Tank Dell all the time on this channel. Tank Dell is the rookie wide receiver in Houston. He's a small guy. He's like 170 pounds, but he's so quick. He's got great footwork. He's an amazing route runner. Uh, he, he led the nation in yardage. He led the nation in... In in uh, in touchdowns for receiving touchdowns, and he was number two. He almost had the hat trick, and and nobody's talking about Tank Dell. He's the number one yardage guy, number one uh, touchdown guy, and number two reception guy. One reception off. He had 109 receptions. Uh, Charlie Jones had 110, and so if he had caught one more reception, he would have had the hat trick in college for the across the board, and no one's talking about him. Except for us. So you think that he, no one's talking about him because he plays for Houston? Is that, does this mean like you like uh, Stroud this year? No, this means that no one's talking about him because, it, it, and I like Stroud enough that he's going to feed him. I love the fact that Stroud and him became best friends and did karate in the garage okay. and got bunk beds during the combine, and they became oh, best yeah. friends. <laughs> yeah, and, and Stroud said, he said, hey, Houston, draft, draft him. And they said, okay, yes, That's sir. That's right. That's they, right. I remember that story now. They said, yes, sir. And they drafted him. He said, draft Tank That's Dell. Right. I want him. He's Absolutely. my best friend now. And now Absolutely. they're inseparable. Plus, in best okay. ball, if you need a third quarterback, you can get Stroud. And then 
Dell's down far enough where you can get Dell to stack oh, them yeah. with them easy. That's one of the easiest stacks in best ball. Yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty easy to maintain that too. It's just when would you want to play him? You'd have to keep up with him and just track him and, no, and they what he's doing. To play in best you're not going to start in week one. You don't, oh, I guess it's best ball. You're right. You're, you're no, I'm just talking ball. about best ball. Yeah, best ball. Yeah, you're not. Ball. Yeah, best ball. You're just hoping he has some blow up game. I'm. I'm not too yeah, savvy on best ball. I've never done that before, but I understand. Yeah. Yeah, best best ball is great to get him in. Yeah, an- an- another rookie. If you want one more, and then I'm going to let you go because I got to jump. I'm going to be back tonight, guys. We're doing uh, we're doing panic chamber at midnight, and then we'll do some sort of draft at the end of the at the end of the panic chamber. Um, another ru- another more. rookie. Another rookie. I'd say would be. Um, I mean Kincaid. We talk a lot about Dalton Kincaid, the the rookie tight end in Buffalo. That he's going to play slot wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. He could be slower starting than we want. We need to be prepared for that. Not I think pull. he will be. We don't want to pull a, a knee-jerk reaction like people did with Damian Pierce. Smitty, you really crapped the bed on this Damian Pierce prediction. People cut him. And guess what those people do? Guess what happens if you get mad at me and then you cut a guy and then he ends up doing well later is you hate me more. <laughs> like the, those people that got so mad, they cut Damian Pierce, then Damian Pierce went nuts, and then now they just can't, they can't stand to look at the show. Because they're like, this is a guy we talked about all offseason long. Damian Pierce is going to be a monster for you at almost free value. And then he climbed into a high territory. Then people cut him because he had a slow start. Same thing with Walker. You know how many people would message me and say, I'm cutting Walker, Smitty. I can't do it. Or I already cut Walker last night. I know you're going to get mad at me, but I can't wait for him. And then later on, that same person's like messaging me hey or in my comments or calling on the show and saying hey how much fab should i drop on walker i cut him so now they're double kicking themselves in the nuts because now they they dropped them they drafted them they dropped them and now they gotta drop their hundred dollars of fab all their hundred dollars of fab money on the guy that they just drafted <laughs> like so That's you got idiotic. i would never drop a running back like that well a lot of people I don't did understand people who are like that but kincaid Kincaid is a guy that could be slow starting, so you got to have not, not have a knee-jerk reaction, but he could be slot wide receiver. He could be the number two wide receiver on this entire Buffalo Bill roster. Number two. He could be the number two pass catcher as a tight end, and they're just going to use him in the slot a lot of the time. They're going to run him all over the field while Dawson Knox doesn't get to come out and play. He just stays in and blocks, you know, and, and, and Dalton Kincaid's like, see ya. What if they get Hopkins, though? That ruins that whole thing. It doesn't ruin it, but it, it definitely puts a little damper on the the parade for sure. So we'll have to monitor that. It doesn't feel like it feels like the Browns are the lead dog right now. That could change. But if he does go to Buffalo, I think there's still room for him to be like an eight hundred and six rookie tight end versus like maybe he's a thousand yard receiver. And you know, seven to eight scores in a Buffalo Bill offense. He's just gonna he could pull in double digit touchdowns even if he doesn't get the receiving yard work we want him to in the slot. Like there's there, it's not it's it's not a it wouldn't be crazy for him to pull in eight to ten touchdowns as a rookie and get four four hundred and fifty, five hundred yards. I just want him to have massive yardage and touchdowns. Wouldn't that be put him on pace for the best rookie tight end season? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But but is there is there a situation if we look at the best rookie tight ends ever? It's what Shockey, it's Kyle Pitts. They didn't have Josh Ingram. Allen. They didn't have Josh Allen. So Josh Allen making the best rookie tight end season ever doesn't really surprise me that that would go that route. 
So, all right. That hey, Desmond, I got you in the phone line. Call in, call in next time. We'll, we'll be live tonight at about midnight Eastern if you want to dial in. Anytime, Don't brother. Don't forget about that. Don't Downs, forget. Smitty, you like yeah, Josh Downs is a good player to grab. He was definitely going to be, if that Michael Pittman news ended up being true, <laughs> Downs value would have went to the to the rafters. And then when it was known that Isaiah Rogers was the guy that ended up getting in trouble with the, the sports gambling last night, uh, which appears to be he's in some big trouble. So he's already admitted to it, even though they, they're still probing. They're pro they like they haven't really concluded everything yet. And he's already said I apologize. <laughs> he's trying to get ahead of it. What are these guys doing, Ron? What are they doing? Why are they betting on football? Why are they betting on football? Why don't you stay in your room and just play Madden? Okay, play yourself in Madden. If I was Anthony Richardson, I'd be sitting in my room and just improving my Madden rating and just smashing through people, running the football 35, 40 times a game as myself, scoring seven touchdowns a game as Anthony Richardson. If I was, I just don't understand these guys. What are you doing betting on the game anyway? And I, you know, Ron, I'm really concerned that your boy Smitty might be partially responsible for somebody getting suspended someday. I mean, we, I played in leagues. I played in leagues with Eckler and Darren Waller last year. And you never hear anything that comes up from from that. These guys are playing in fantasy football leagues. Like that, you know, is that, it's it's not gambling. I don't it's think a, they look at I don't think they look at it the same, though. Why wouldn't you, though? You're you're winning money based on performance of stats and everything. So it's crazy that this has never been brought up. That like, and, and sometimes there's an entry fee that goes to charity, you know. And maybe that's why you know. Usually, when a player is involved, we usually pull the money together and goes to charity. You know, if there's ever even an entry fee, and I don't even know that. Uh, it's crazy, though. Uh, well, it's, well <laughs> oopsie. If, if they're betting. <laughs> If, if they're betting on their own stats, I mean, they're not going to tank a game on purpose. But we don't know. We, that's the whole point. Is if, if there's if there's money involved at all in the performance I of, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Who do who do we need out of the way that I need to get in a fantasy league? Do, <laughs> do I need to do not as much as we like Zach Charbonnet? We didn't like that landing spot. Do we call Zach Charbonnet up and ask him to join one of my fantasy leagues right now? Right here, right now. Zach, you want in? Take one for the team, Zach. <laughs> Breaking news, Zach. Charbonnet in one of Smitty's fantasy leagues. Suspended for the year. <laughs> suspended for the year. Did you see that thing with... Uh, 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 what's uh, your boy that you're... The, the big announcer, that uh, the analyst, you know, the one that you had on Ma- your show before. Matthew Berry, Scott Hansen? Yeah, Matthew, yeah, he, he interviewed Bijan, and Bijan really doesn't know much about fantasy football at all. Matthew Berry's like, yeah, you go in like 1.1 in, in all these leagues and all this. He, he's and, not going uh, 1. Point. Yeah, and, and Matthew Berry said you're going 1.1. He didn't preface rookie. We're the only ones taking Bijan 1.1 or we're being called crazy for it. So he didn't preface that it was 1.1 rookie, but you know, his buddies yeah. are throwing out 1.1 probably in redraft. But yeah, we're the ones drafting. I mean, yeah, Ma- Matthew should have clarified about it. Mash- Matthew should have clarified in Smitty's drafts you're going 1.1. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I who else has a shirt that's been on sale for what months now that says Bijan running back one? Your boy, your boy, Bijan running back one merch has been on sale for God knows how long. And now all of a sudden people are talking about him maybe well, being the running back one. You were talking about you were talking about Bijan last year. You're like last year. You're like and next year we got Bijan Robinson, which. I predict like he could be like the top guy. Before he even got out of college, you were already predicting him. That's right. All right, Ron, I'm going to see you tonight. Yep. Appreciate later, you. Later, chat. Best later. Fun. All right, guys, I'll see you tonight. Bijan Robinson, running back one, number one overall. Go watch the beginning of the video if you. All right. Scuba Steve, you have 10 seconds. Go. 10. Hey, Smitty, uh, I don't know if you covered this earlier. Um, did you see that uh, the Cowboys are interested in Dalvin Cook? Wanted to get your thoughts on that. And uh, if, if he does sign there, how, how do you think it affects uh, Tony Pollard? I mean, if he signs there, it won't be it won't be good. But he's still got to be released, essentially. Um, so there's no there's no there's this just speculation. The, like where he wants to sign, he can't. He has no no ability to even talk about that yet. So there's a lot of people running their mouth. We don't really know. Um, the last report on sure. Dalvin Cook is that they're not hearing that the Broncos are interested in Dalvin Cook. That's one report. Um, there's there's you know there's buzz all over the place. Yeah, because because uh, Smitty, um, I saw that this morning. I don't know who reported it, but they're saying that the two teams that are interested was uh, Dallas Cowboys. And then they also said that the New York Jets, but I don't know if, if, if that's somebody that's like trying to retroll a report. Because he, uh, like you've been talking about that, Brees Hall, I mean, uh, yeah, Brees Hall's been looking like he's going to be coming back. So I wouldn't understand why they why they would try to go after. Uh, Just speculation, bro. Speculation. Um, Miami's definitely an opportunity for him, but they're trying to trade him right now. There's still a small chance they keep him, but they're probably just trying to see if there's any trade interest and maybe some trade interest kicked into gear and they're just waiting their sweet little you know little time taking their little time trying to get the you know some sort of pick whatsoever or some sort of like you know relief in the salary or whatever because there's you know there's there's obviously dead cap involved in any player release but but i i don't know we just gotta wait and see there's nothing substantial that says that the cowboys will sign him but why would the cowboys not as much as I love Tony Pollard, as much as I love Brees Hall, if Dalvin Cook is a free agent and he gets cut, everyone should take a look under the hood and see what's what. But do I think Tony Pollard would vanish? No. And if if Dalvin Cook's not brought in, they're probably gonna re they're probably gonna relook at bringing Zeke back. But I don't think yeah, that's I gonna. That. I don't think that should freak anybody out to an extreme degree. Tony Pollard is getting paid a handsome amount. They franchise tagged him for a reason. And hopefully, you know, that doesn't step on his situation. All right, I got to go. Appreciate you calling later tonight, Scuba Steve. I'll be live at midnight. All right. All right, man. See you, man. Later. Appreciate you. Uh, guys, I'll see you later. Bijan, running back one. Bijan, number one overall. Let's roll. Let's ride. Let's ride. Falcons country, let's ride. Hi, my name is Bijan Robinson. I like long walks on the beach. And, well, I also like. Scoring touchdown!
Bijan running back one. Appreciate all my super chats tonight. Isaac dropping one. Uh, how do you feel about Khalil Herbert, Roshan? Uh, Isaac, you still here? I, I, I can't believe I saw this uh, late, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I just saw this right now. Isaac, make sure you tell me you're here. That way I can address it to you. How do you feel about Khalil Herbert, Roshan? I really like Khalil Herbert right now, Isaac. I think, look, I don't think anybody remembers. I don't know if anybody remembers this. I don't know if anybody knows this, but Khalil Herbert was the leading yards per carry running back in the National Football League, Isaac. The number one running back in yards per carry. We need to start having conversations. Isaac's here. Good. We need to start having conversations around this topic. Khalil Herbert is a super sleeper. He could start week one. Khalil Herbert's ADP can rise quicker than anybody's ADP in that late, 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 late running back range. So know that. Know that. Khalil Herbert's season might actually be here, and we just don't know it yet. We need to start having that conversation. Garrett, appreciate uh, all your super chats. Thank you. Uh, JJ, appreciate your super chat. JJ, appreciate you dropping your super chat wad on screen earlier. Appreciate Isaac earlier again with the double. Cheryl, appreciate your $10 hauler. Ron Navy, overcome. Appreciate every single one of you. I'll see you tonight, midnight Eastern, doing it live. Panic chamber and probably a little draft at the end of it. See ya. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get burrowed.